Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krop. Hey, welcome everybody. Good morning to you. It's a gorgeous uh, summer morning. Evolves here. Hey, let me ask you something. Did you expect anything different from the Oregon Court of Appeals upholding Kate Brown's uh, commutations, which are illegal, folks, according to the letter of the law. But, you know, this is a hand-picked Kate Brown-appointed appeals court, just like the state Supreme Court is. Did you expect anything different? I didn't. At some point, does this matter? Well, it matters only if it impacts elections. We're going to have a conversation with Ben Edel. You guys, some of you know him. He's running for the state Senate District 19. He, like me is not a lover of the establishment of either parties. In fact, I said that Thursday night, a week ago, when I introduced Betsy Johnson up at the Oregon Executive Club. I said, I'm done with the establishment of both parties, and I am, folks. So is he. In fact, if you go to his website, Ben Etel, E-D-T-L, benedel.com, E-D-T-L. See great videos of him talking with people and his thoughts about all of it. He's got a campaign kickoff event on August 16th up at the Tumwater Vineyard in West Lynn. Emceeing the event is Mark Thielman, former Republican candidate for Governor, whom I hear might just be running for Secretary of State. Anyway, we're going to be talking with Ben and why he has chosen to take on the establishment. That'll be at the bottom of the hour today. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Or Jeff, KSLM.news. Nigel Jaquist, by the way, has got an interesting <laughs> uh, piece today in the uh, Willamette Week. Actually, it was yesterday. Tina Kotex, former boss at the Oregon Food Bank. You know, Tina's running those ads. You've seen them. How warm and fuzzy and nice it is that she works so hard at the Oregon Food Bank. Well, her former boss is supporting Betsy Johnson. Hmm, that's interesting. 
Nigel points out, Kotek is seeking to distinguish herself from Christine Drazen and Betsy Johnson. Rachel Bristol, who co-founded the food bank and hired Kotek, is supporting Johnson. And in fact, she's not only just supporting her, but she's been out. I mean, she was CEO of the Oregon Food Bank. She's out gathering signatures to put Betsy on the ballot. So Willamette Week asks, why are you doing this? To Rachel Bristol. Dina Kotex, former boss, she said this. I guess I'm yearning for the days of yore when we had a statesman and stateswomen who could talk and negotiate rather than just bully the other side. I just feel that Tina has gone to extremes and that the policies under her leadership have put us where we are, which is in a horrible place. This is not the Portland and the Oregon that I grew up in and love. I can't think of a better TV commercial for Betsy Johnson to use. I can't think of a better way to, to have Betsy counter how Christine is trying to paint Betsy as being just Tina Kotek. You know, and I'm, and I'm going to get to the phones here uh, in a moment again, 503-589-1220. Jess, hang on. I'll get to you in a second. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. By the way, thanks um, to one of our listeners for sending me that screen grab of the IRS armed agents advertisement. Yeah, they've since taken it down. That's a story that's out there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Infowars has got the story, but other people have it also. They have pulled the job posting detailing how these new accounting agents have to be willing to work long hours in dangerous situations, they have to be willing to be armed and to use deadly force. Apparently, the IRS purchased about $700,000 in ammunition this spring. Apparently, the IRS thinks they need their own army of agents. Remember, you know, the whole reason we do this show is to help give you ideas about how you can have persuasive conversations with people in your world that are persuadable. And you could start with, say, do you really think the IRS needs new agents in their ad that are going to be armed and are willing to use deadly force? Shouldn't that be like your local police or the FBI's role? Why does the IRS need to hire people to use deadly force? 
I'm just saying, maybe you could have that conversation with somebody. 503-589-1220 is that power of Buick GMC talk line. Let's go to the phones, and we'll go to Jess. Jess, good morning. Good morning. All right. Uh, just kind of backtracking. Wanted to give a little insight on this fire map everybody's been making a big to-do about. Yep. Uh, back when I was a citizen advocate for Polk County Emergency Management Development, uh, we got to the part where we were revamping the flood section of the plan. And it was a lengthy plan. But near the end uh, was provided a topographical map showing where the floodplains were. Uh, 10-year, 25-year, 50, 100, 1,000-year floodplain. And it looked up fine of me. I'm a topo map reading kind of guy. But I get to the last page of this entire document, and in the last paragraph was a statement by FEMA. And they stated specifically that they had artificially moved those floodplain lines. So a 50-year floodplain line was now a 25-year line. And I caught on to that. And when we had open session, I brought that to the commissioner's attention. And I said, look, I says, what, what this, A, this is false. They're saying it's false. But what this is going to do is this is going to cause people who have their places, their houses, whatever improvements at a certain floodplain level now have been swallowed up by an artificial level, which will cause them to lose their insurance. And through conventional insurance, uh, flood insurance, and have to turn to FEMA to buy that special or extra flood insurance. How convenient. How convenient. So, That's right. Yeah, so I suspicion that there wasn't any mistakes here on this fire map, but rather uh, artificial intention to move and to squeeze people out of areas they don't want you to be in. They make it uncomfortable. They make it expensive, untenable. And so that's what I believe is going on here. The IRS guys with guns, how quickly could you sign a paper shifting that type of manpower, woman power, to other agencies who need people with guns and the willingness to use deadly force? So there's something to think about. So it's... um Trojan what you're saying is that an out-of-control bureaucracy can make these changes through a system of approving rules and guidelines, and they dramatically affect our lives. How do we fix mm-hmm. that? How do we fix it? Well, uh, obviously, these people who are, well, we can't touch FEMA, at least at our level, uh, but the people who do these fire maps and such down at the state, I mean, they're all in collusion. Let's not, not be naive here. And it's a democratic uh, collusion, uh, and maybe the stupidity of Republicans and such um, that lend to it. But again, you know, if you go to the U.N. plan, uh, they're trying to force us into biospheres that they've pre-designated, and they use these tools to push us all into one pile and maintain those travel corridors. Uh, you need honest people who won't play this game. 
but they're bureaucrats, and they'll get fired on the uh, on the spot because they have corrupt uh, leadership. So that's pretty much the nut of it. You're right. You're right. Thank you, Thank Jess. You. I appreciate it, and thanks for sharing that story because that's just another story that illustrates out-of-control governance, folks. And yeah, elections matter. But it only matters if the person that's elected gets this. And in fact, gets it to the point of willing to do something powerful about it. And I don't care whether you're talking about a governor's race or you're talking about a presidential race. The executive branch of our form of governance is incredible power. That executive branch has to be committed to making sure that the power of government doesn't overcome our constitutional rights. By the way, Freddie, thank you for the great cartoon. Uh, there's a picture, you know, Snoopy, right? Peanuts. So Charlie Brown and Snoopy are standing there looking at Snoopy's doghouse. And the FBI is standing there with two boxes. And there's an agent inside the doghouse. And Charlie Brown says to Snoopy, I knew playing baseball in red baseball caps was a mistake. That about sums it up, doesn't it? Back in a moment, 503-589-1220, the Power of Buick GMC talk line. No, that's not poverty. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. We will be joined by state senate candidate for House or Senate District, rather, 19, Ben Edel. Bottom of the hour. A guy who, like me, is fed up, done with the establishment in both parties. You can go to benedel.com. That's E-D-T-L dot com. You can learn more about him, and we're going to talk with him about why he's running. As, as you know, that's the question I always ask, but more importantly... How he's going to make a difference. Very important. Uh, got any, by the way, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Um, and by the way, Corby, thanks for that uh, InfoWars article. There are other articles out there about the IRS pulling the job posting for using deadly force. Uh, Linda writes this in an email. If you want to send me an email, it's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. She writes this. And she listens, by the way, from Albany. Thank you. She said the FBI 
Fed is grooming the IRS to be a supplemental police force, it sounds like. Local peace police are being defunded, while federal police are being ultra-funded. That's a good observation. And true, to be sure. By the way, there's an interesting meme in that it relates to Oregon because of the incredible increase in taxes and fees here. Thank you, Democrats. Um, OregonCatalyst.com has this meme about Governor Gavin is the U-Haul salesman of the year. <laughs> Why? Because California, even with the incredible influx of illegal aliens, folks, is losing for the second year in a row population. Last year, their overall population fell by 182,000. Is it liberalism? Is it high taxes? Is it high crime? Is it all of the above? Yeah, and the Oregon Court of Appeals siding with Kate Brown. Yeah, she had the authority to release these, you know, these vicious teenage murderers or older criminals because of COVID. She had the authority to do it, even though the law doesn't say she does. They said, ah, special circumstances. She can do it anyway. Doesn't that sort of make a mockery of the law? I kind of think it does because it does. And you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that out. Hey, you know, they're talking uh, triple digits again in temperature. Not this weekend. It'd be just kind of only in the 90s. But Monday, Tuesday, next week, maybe 100 degrees plus. Great reason for you to call Freedom Heating and Air to make you feel a lot more comfortable in your home. Because if you're not, you're kind of miserable. So why don't you just give them a call? They get out there right away. That's these emergency services are one of the great things they do best. Give them a call. 503-580-1456. Freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. By the way, they've got a great blog there about tips to help you you know, just do those little maintenance things that I should have done that I didn't do. Which is why my HVAC system didn't work right the other day. When it was really hot. And I was pretty miserable. Freedomheatingandair.net. Check it out. Give them a call. 580-1456. Now, when... The government pulls a job posting for the IRS that says, and there's a picture of a guy in the InfraWars articles, is IRS-CID police. Now, now, why would they delete that posting? Hmm? Why would you do that? Well, because maybe it goes a little too far. Maybe there's a backlash to it. Maybe the average person gets it. 
You don't have to be a sophisticated policy wonk. Why does the IRS need armed agents willing to use deadly force? You mean the IRS IRS can't talk to the FBI? Oh, the FBI is kind of busy these days, you know, raiding Snoopy's doghouse. They need a little help. So, you know, we'll just go ahead. By the way, there's this on the Liberty Daily um, There's this story about, and we heard this a little bit yesterday, President Trump got a grand jury subpoena in the spring. It's summer now, folks. Voluntarily cooperated with the DOJ before his home was raided. Now, there's speculation out there that the FBI did this. This was a story we talked a little bit about yesterday, and it's on the Gateway Pundit. The FBI did this because Trump had documents related to Spygate that implicated by name FBI personnel and DOJ people that have not previously been named. And they wanted to get that information because they don't want that. No. It is a swamp. Back in a moment. Ben Edel joins us. Don't. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you back with us here on Political Coffee. I want to introduce to you uh, Ben Edel. He is a Republican candidate for Senate District 19. Ben, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning to you, Jeff. Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate you making some time. It was good seeing you the other night at Executive Club. Yeah, and that was interesting, quite interesting, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. For a lot of reasons, it was interesting. By the way, I had, you know, we um, had have a longstanding policy at the executive club, which is the longest running conservative regular monthly meeting in the entire Portland metro area has been meeting since the late seventies. The executive club, the policy is, is that we, we do, we don't allow any video recording of our speaker speakers, our featured speakers. Mm -hmm. Um, and we don't release that. Uh, people can request it and we'll take each request, but we, Absolutely, as we did the last Thursday night with Betsy Johnson, we let that person decide if they want it released or not. And and I had texted Betsy, and Betsy called me back yesterday and said, you know, I'd like to see it first before I authorize you to release that to a particular conservative group that you happen to know that has a lot of Republicans mm-hmm. in it. 
And she's just, you know, out of an abundance with caution. But in it, she talked about something you talk about on your website. In fact, it is it is front and center, folks, when you go to benedl.com. It's E-D-T-L, benedtl.com. It's the first thing you see. It's the same thing Betsy said. The establishment from both parties have completely failed us. You say, yep. let's kick them out. And put Oregonians first. All right, so Betsy says Oregon 100%. first. She said she's done with the establishment. Is that why you're running? It's, exact, it's exactly why I'm running. Um, look, I mean, first you got the Democrats, and then you got the Republicans. But from the Democrat standpoint right now, you got Kate Brown, Rob Wagner, and Tina Kotek. And I'm telling you, these guys are the axis of evil in Oregon. They're the most powerful people in the state. And all the suffering of Oregonians since 2020 can be attributed directly to them. Um, they don't care about Oregonians. They don't care about black lives. They don't care about our children. They don't care that we're dying in the streets from fentanyl and meth overdoses. They don't care if the price of Oregon fam if they price Oregon families out of basic necessities like fuel and groceries. They don't care about small business. They don't care about human trafficking. I mean, the list can go on. And uh, you know, the Republicans in uh, in Salem are you know they've been held captive for so long. Uh, 40 years, you know, they've been sort of held captive by, by this, this progressive leftist movement in our state that they're, be, they're beginning to just, um, what is it, Stockholm, Stockholm Syndrome, where they Stockholm syndrome, identify yep, with yep. their captors, you know, and we got to strengthen them. So you have um, a number of endorsements on your endorsements page. And folks, if you want to see these endorsements, they give you a little bit of taste about, well, organizations – and people who think that Ben is a great candidate, go to benedl.com. That's B-E-N-E-D-T-L.com and click on the endorsements page. And yeah. you'll see Doctors for Freedom, Parents' Rights in Education, Slavic Vote, Oregon Firearms Federation PAC, Oregonians for Medical Freedom, Free Oregon, Clackamas County Commissioner mm -hmm. Mark Scholl. Congressional candidate Lori Chavez de Reamer, Mike Neerman, and on and on and on. So that's a pretty, uh, I mean, that's a pretty cool group of people and diverse group of people that are supporting you. So why? Why do you have that kind of a group of people supporting you? Look, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a constitutional conservative, and um, I am going to protect the civil rights of Oregonians. That's the first order of business is to restore the constitutional rights of Oregonians. And this means that uh, not just the federal constitutional rights, but the state constitution has been completely set aside uh, by the axis of evil. You know, Kate Brown, Rob Wagner, and Tita Kotek. Now I'm running against Rob Wagner, and Rob Wagner is the Senate leader. Uh, the Democrat Senate leader, and uh, he's a powerful guy. He's a total snake, um, and uh, he cares about one thing and one thing only, and that is uh, his power over you, and that has to stop. This is not the American way, and so we have to get back uh, to where we were before, where Oregonians could choose their own destiny and their own outcomes. Right now, the state of Oregon is choosing for us, and it's not turning out very well, is it? No, it isn't. And everybody knows it. And the polls show that, you know, the, yeah. the dissatisfaction numbers coming out of Portland by, you know, Democrat polling groups is stunning. 
Now, it doesn't it's mean totally Ben funny. that they're going to. Yeah, it doesn't mean they're going to be voting conservative, but it tells you that there is something really wrong with the perception that things aren't good. Things are not good. Uh, Things are not good at all. In fact, these three people have created a humanitarian crisis in Oregon. If you've been to Portland, which I represent the South Portland Metro, okay, I got Multnomah County, Clackamas County, and Washington County. And I'll tell you that when you go into Portland, it's like a zombie apocalypse. You have people that are messed out on drugs, uh, wailing around in the streets. You can't park your car without getting your windows smashed in. I mean, it is total insanity. Uh, we've got multiple skyscrapers for sale that no one wants to buy. Uh, it, it is absolutely um, uh, it, <laughs> It's sad. I mean, I'm born and raised in the inner city of Portland, and to watch the city uh, go in that direction is terribly sad. But, you know, you can go back to, uh, you know, Rob Wagner, Kate Brown, and Tina Kotek. I mean, they've passed these bills that have made it absolutely um, uh, impossible to have a normal civil operating society. Uh, House Bill 2928, after the first George Floyd riot uh, on May 30th, they passed 2928, which took away uh, any police officer's ability in the state of Oregon uh, to stop rioting with non-lethal and safe means. All non-lethal and safe means of riot control was literally made, was outlawed by Wagner and Tina Kotek and, of course, signed by Kate Brown. So we had 200 days of rioting. And when you put in, uh, you know, more than, you know, half a year of rioting into a city, I mean, how is it going to survive? Well, and and it sends a message. It is sadly, Ben, it sends a message to the world that Oregon really is kind of like Portland. And I will tell you that's not true. You know that because you travel other places around the state. But that's That's the perception. And that's why there are skyscrapers Mm -hmm. that are for sale because of a perception. But sadly, that perception is reality with the Multnomah County DA that will not charge people will not try people just turns them loose and you go on and on and on now you have a campaign kickoff fundraising dinner coming up on tuesday august 16th why don't you describe that and talk about who's going to be there (laughs) well it's going to be emceed by uh one of our favorite people mark dealman and um, we've got Gordon Folks, who's a, a, a very brilliant astrophysicist. He's going to be talking about climate change. <laughs> and, yep. uh, and then we have a few other people. I think we're going to hand the mic to, to Mike Nearman for a couple minutes and, and, and hear from him. I love, I love Mike. I mean, he's one of my favorite people. Uh, and I'm, I'm real excited. We've got, uh, we're going to have a great guest list there, too. And we're going to be auctioning off some uh, firearms that hopefully will not become <laughs> illegal in Oregon uh, soon. And, uh, and, and some other great things, and we're going to raise some money to get after Wagner. We have to take Wagner down. This guy has to go. And, and, and it's, um, uh, it's just imperative. We have to change. Look, here's the thing. We have to stop looking at, at the Republican and Democrat sort of battle that we have. Oregonians, especially in the Portland metro area, we have to wake up and get people into office that care about Oregonians first. And that's why I like Betsy Johnson. I was totally blown away by what she did uh, the other week at Executive Club and how she uh, bravely met with a large room full of real conservatives 
and told us the truth about where she stands and what she's about. And I was very um, impressed with, with, uh, where, with where she lines up on some of these issues. We don't agree on everything, that's for sure. But there's one thing we do agree on, and this was very, it meant a lot to me, is that she cares about Oregonians first. And that's why she left the Democrat Party, and she's attacking her arch nemesis, Tina Kotek. Tina Kotek cannot be the next governor. Uh, Rob Wagner cannot, he, he does not deserve to maintain his power uh, in, the, uh, in the Senate. He has to go. He's done nothing but damage us, and so we have to wake up and start voting differently. Even the Democrats, I mean, I'm, I, they have to vote for me because if they don't, they're going to get the same thing that they've been getting. So have you been out pounding on doors and have you been pounding on the doors of Democrats? If so, what are they telling you? 100 percent. Yeah, we're, we're, we, we've got a we've actually got a very uh, strong ground game here and uh, we've knocked on a lot of doors. Look, about 29 percent of the Democrats in my district are weak Democrats, about 29 percent. Now, the, the, the latest polls have. Um, uh, have about 12% Democrats right now in the district uh, voting Republican for the for legislative races, no matter what. Um, they're fed up, and uh, and so we what they're telling me is that they agree with every single thing that I'm I, I'm you know running on my platform, and so uh, I think it's very very promising. And even though it's a D20 district, you know we got about 40% of the voters in the district are um, not affiliated, and. I think we have a very winnable race. I mean, right now, when I do the math, um, you know, we're it's a dead heat. Ben, thanks for joining us, folks. To attend his campaign's kickoff fundraising dinner, go to benedel.com, E-D-T-L.com, and you can click on Get Tickets. Ben, thanks. Godspeed. Thank you, Wish Jeff. You I best. appreciate it. Go get him. Back in a moment. All right. <laughs> Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. That's right, folks. 503-589-1220 is a power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. You know, having Ben on, you know, the energy in his voice, isn't that kind of exciting? I mean, I think it is. That's what we need. We need that kind of energy. We need that kind of dedication to liberty. Now, his, he was not the choice, certainly the choice of the voters in Senate District 19 on the Republican side, but he was not the establishment choice. Even so, he is the Republican nominee. So he's got to be a little bit careful, obviously, in talking about Betsy Johnson versus Christine Drazen. But he hit on a powerful, powerful reality. That is that, and that's why I asked him that question, is that people are fed up with the status quo. Now, for different reasons, but there are some issues that, you know, that cross over. 
a good friend of mine Monday night was in Lebanon where Betsy was. And I showed up there and Bridget Barton was there, you know, she's Republicans for Betsy. And uh, I am being added because I've endorsed Betsy last um, no, Thursday night. And I'm going to be added to that list officially. And I filled out the form and I join a long list of Republicans who are endorsing Betsy Johnson. And there's and it is a long list and you can see it if you just, you know, go to her website, run Betsy run and scroll down. There's a reason why that is. And it's a good reason. It's because those of us who know Betsy and have worked with her in the past have great faith in her that she will follow through. Well, she called me yesterday morning, and I'm not just name dropping, but I'm telling you the truth. She called me yesterday morning to talk about a number of things. And one of the things was um, what it's going to take to clean up the mess. And, and I'm going to tell you that I was very bold with her to say that I and other people of faith, Catholic and evangelical, are praying for you. So that when you become governor, you will have great wisdom and discernment and understanding about how to clean up this mess. And I told her point blank, I'll do everything I can to help you clean up the mess once you get elected. Now, I'm not asking for a job, folks. Let me just say that right now to all of you. It's not. I have a farm, <laughs> folks, if you haven't figured it out, farming is a full-time job all into itself. And I manage 600 acres all by myself of grass seed. And it ain't easy. It's long hours sometimes. But I will do everything I can to help her clean up this mess. Because I said, on, as I said on my Facebook page when I endorsed her, in my judgment and my experience with her, this in fact she has the skills, the knowledge, the understanding, and the guts, the courage to do what's going to have to be done. And it ain't going to be easy, folks. Public service, when you're trying to buck the so-called trend, is not easy. In fact, it's really tough. But the fact that Ben would not shy away from Mike Nearman ought to tell you something about the guy. Even though he's going to have to be cautious as the Republican leader, the candidate for Senate District 19, running against a 20-point Democrat district, that's tough. But friends, right now, there's a huge, and he alluded to this, this group of people called the unaffiliated voters that are out there, they are an untapped reservoir. That if you say the right things to them, They'll vote. They'll move your way. That's what Ben's got to tap into, and he's not afraid to do that. Folks, want to remind you that if you are looking for natural pain relief and you don't want to take drugs, why don't you check out 
probiosites. Go to their website. This is this Salem-based company. You know that when I grew CBD, I sold it to them. They use only Oregon-grown CBD, which is the highest quality there is because our standards are the highest in the nation. Go to hempandcbdoutlet.com. Hempandcbdoutlet, all one word, dot com. And if you use the discount code for the month of August, HOT, the word HOT, H-O-T, you get 15% off. Fantastic products that I use personally that work for me. Maybe they'll work for you. Hemp and CBD outlet.com to the phones. We'll start with Jerry. Then we'll go to art. Jerry. Good morning. Hey, Jeff. Go ducks. Go beeves. There you go. So last night I went to a, uh, Republican event, uh, first time in a couple of years or whatever. They wanted me to speak a little bit about, uh, what we did years ago, uh, against light rail. And I happen to mention that I am, you know, for, you know, and I basically I put God first on, on everything. I try to stay away from the political fights, especially with the um, parties, etc. And, you know, I am an NAV, um, and and it's comforting. I've been, I've been one for 10 years, and I, I, you know, don't have to get involved with it. So anyway, I mentioned that I was going to be voting for the pro-life, um, the only pro-life um governor I voted for in my life, just as at the end of my speech, and oh my gosh, after I sat down and stuff, I felt like I was in third grade at a marble uh, contest. I mean, just <laughs> ridiculous okay. arguments and stuff. I mean, the hatred for Christine is just, his veins are popping out. I'm just going, really? You guys don't even realize that you're fighting over Nagasaki the day after the bomb dropped. And the thing that, that really is bothering me is that both sides of the problem. Well, when, how long has it been since the Republican had any voice in, in Oregon? No, one side is the problem. The Democrat Party is the problem. And come around and say it. Don't say both sides do it, because in Oregon, both sides don't do it. One side has ruled this, this state for 40 years. Admit which party is the problem. It's a problem that she was in for 50 years. And I understand where you're coming from, but be honest. I am well, honest, and I know her deeply, and I know that she has never been a dyed-in-the-wool Democrat in her heart and in private conversations with her that I've had many times over the years, and that's why I support her. Hey, thanks, uh, Jerry. I appreciate it. Got to quickly go to Art. Yeah, Art, you got to go fast, man. Yeah, really oh, fast. Art, well, we'll, it. we'll pick it up Call tomorrow, me tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow's Freedom Friday, okay, yeah, buddy? Yeah, I know, I know. Got to got to touch with lots of issues. God bless, Jeff. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate all of you who participated today and listened in. Thank you to Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com. He is a contractor you can trust. Tomorrow's Freedom Friday. We'll talk to you then. Tomorrow.